The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Hi, welcome to Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers, a gardening show full of inspiration. I'm Philippa Foes Lamb, a self-confessed passionate gardener. I've been in the garden industry for many years and I totally enjoy sharing my knowledge with you. Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers is proudly sponsored by Bay Landscapes, 38 Artillery Place, Richmond. Open 8.30 to 5.30pm Monday to Friday, 9 to 5pm Saturday, 9 to 4pm Sunday and public holidays. Today we're focusing on more late summer tasks. Bay Landscapes have moved to their new site at 38 Artillery Place off Lower Queen Street. Turn at Sandeman Road beside the Nelson Pine MDF plant, then turn right into Artillery Place and go to the end. Bay Landscapes now have a drive-through facility which is undercover. Load your trailer, drive in and pay, then drive out. It's so simple. You can also pay for bagged products which are now undercover too. Drive in and pick them up. There's also a myriad of plants for your gardens. Firstly, I want to send hugs to anyone who has friends or family in the areas affected by Cyclone Gabriel in the North Island, and also to anyone in Marlborough who felt the effects of the cyclone too. It must have been quite scary. Words can't describe how the devastation makes me feel. The devastation in the North Island is horrendous. And when I first heard about it, I thought, okay, yep, they've been devastated. When I started seeing images on the television, even up to this past Sunday, my heart just sank. It went through the floor. It's just like these poor, poor people. It's just, the other thing that makes it really hard is here on our property, we probably got one mill of rain and we only got a whisper of wind on, Tuesday, on that Tuesday afternoon. So it's very hard to really think how how people will be feeling in the North Island. So my heart goes out to you all and I have so much empathy. It just is hard to imagine when we are hot and dry here. I want to give a big shout out to everyone who helped with Bay Landscapes move too. It was no mean feat. Some of the staff worked 15 days straight. Because of my other commitments, I helped on the Sunday before last putting plants on trolleys and moving the trolleys to pallets and shifting the plants onto the pallets. This was so they could be ready for transport by car and trailer. Cars and trailers went, went backwards and forwards all day and into the following week. So that there now is a myriad of plants, as I mentioned, to choose from. The space is slightly smaller, but in a way it works really, really well. It's quite easy to see all the stock. In fact, most people on, on Saturday were just going, wow, look at all these plants. So it really is lovely. And you can walk in amongst them and just find what you want quite easily. They probably aren't quite as ordered as they were at the old site, but this will happen over time. It's just it really was such a big job. So if you're looking and you can't find what, what you need, please don't hesitate to ask one of the staff. They'd love to help you. When I walked in on Saturday, the new site is just fabulous. When I walked in on Saturday, I, I just almost, I actually did get tearful because it's been so long coming and it just feels wonderful. There's a fantastic atmosphere. It's very peaceful because we don't have the traffic from Gladstone Road. And it could be something to do with the site because when you're wandering around the plants, you're looking out over the Waimea estuary 
And then at the other way, you're looking across a little bit of farmland towards and, 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 you know, and Richmond, obviously, and then towards the Richmond Hills. So it, it's just magical. It really is. And also, you know how I feel about swallows. Well, on Saturday when I got to, to work, there were some swallows sort of flittering around, and I thought that's my dad giving his approval. We also saw a couple of California quail, and herons were flying over. It's just, it's just lovely. And when I went back inside, I was serving someone, and I thought, that's weird, I can, I can sense something. And I looked up, and I could see shadows of at least eight to ten swallows just flittering across the outside of the canopy. So all we could see from the inside were shadows of them. So when you do come and visit us, particularly if it's fairly early in the morning and it's sunny, don't hesitate to look up. You may see the shadows as well. The rain we had here while we were in Melbourne has definitely disappeared from the soil. I wanted to sow some carrot seed on Sunday. So I, I, before it got too hot, I shot out to the kitchen garden and weeded one little patch that I knew I wanted to put them in. To my horror, the ground was dust. It's not soil, it's dust. So I desperately need to rehydrate it as best I can. Normally, when I want to rehydrate soil, I will water it with a handheld hose because of the water restrictions, and then I'll dump on loads of compost, water that, dump on loads of sheep manure, water that, and then dig it all through, and then wait, possibly wait a day, so that the moisture has a chance to really get through the soil, and then I'll dig it over again and plant. With carrot seed, carrot seed needs soil that was composted for a previous crop. If you dig through compost before you sow your carrot seed, chances are you'll end up with loads of beautiful lush green tops and not much carrot beneath. Carrots don't like too much nitrogen. They need a little bit for them to be able to grow successfully, but they don't want too much. So what am I going to do? I have to wait until I can rehydrate the soil properly without adding compost, etc. The other thing too is my strawberry plants. I have to tell you about my strawberry plants. I planted some of the Evandale nursery strawberries. I might have mentioned this in one of my re recent past shows, but I have to tell you about them again. They really have been fantastic. I've got them in grow bags and I did incorporate, so I put some premium potting mix in the bottom of the bag, probably about 15 centimetres, and then I added probably two big scoops of fish compost and, and mixed that all through the potting mix. Then I topped it up with premium potting mix, planted my strawberries, and it's just amazing. Now that the roots have actually gone down into that wonderful mix at the bottom, and possibly even through the holes into the garden, because I've got them sitting on the top of the kitchen an area in the kitchen garden, the leaves of my strawberries, I'm not kidding, they would be, oh, let's probably about 15 centimetres across. They are huge. And I'm getting the most beautiful, luscious, tasty strawberries. I need to work out which variety is which. I know I planted, Aram I think it's called Aramas, A-R-O-M-A-S. And also, the other one, which I've forgotten the name of, it wasn't, it wasn't Monterey, it's another one, Camarosa, that's it. Camarosa tend to be quite large strawberries. And the other variety, it's either Aramas or Albion, but I think it was Aramas. They remind me of the gorgeous little strawberries we used to buy in France. They're slightly oblong. They're not, they're not the usual strawberry shape. And they are so, so, so sweet. I know that sounds like I'm exaggerating, but the first one I ate, I just went, oh, these are heavenly. 
And the lovely thing about having them in grow bags is I'm finding that I'm picking just enough every two or three days for us to have a lovely dessert with them. We generally don't put ice cream, cream or icing sugar with them because they're so tasty. We just eat them by themselves. And this is, I've probably been harvesting them since December, maybe late December, I think, because I didn't plant them till December. So they're just the most fantastic strawberries. We're going to have loads of these strawberries at Bay Landscapes this winter. We also are getting some this coming week. So it's, it might seem a bit odd planting them at this time of the year. It is a little bit hot, so what you could do is buy them and just keep them very well watered and then plant them in about mid-autumn. You're on Fresh FM. This is Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers, sponsored by Bay Landscapes, 38 Artillery Place, Richmond. Open Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 5, Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday and public holidays 9 to 4. I'm Philippa Foes-Lamb. Today we're focusing on more late summer tasks. Bay Landscapes have moved to their new site at 38 Artillery Place off Lower Queen Street. Turn at Sandeman Road beside the Nelson Pine MDF plant, then turn right into Artillery Place and go to the end. Parking, if you don't want to drive through, parking is available outside the site, or you can drive in to load your trailer or pick up bags of product or, to, or load your plants, especially if you've got a huge trolley full. So speaking of carrots, it's the perfect time to sow another crop. The soil is still lovely and warm and they will germinate quickly. Hopefully your soil isn't quite as arid as mine. I make furrows and then I add a, a layer of seed raising mix. So I tend to make the furrow a little bit deeper than I normally would if I was just sowing carrot seed straight directly into the soil. You probably need to make your furrow, I'd say a centimetre deep, because you don't want to put carrot seed too deep. I tend to put it about half a centimetre below the soil surface because the seeds are quite tiny. So I make furrows and then I add seed raising mix and I, I give that a good water. Then I sow my seed, hopefully not too thickly, but I have to say generally I do tend to sow my seed a little bit too thickly, which means thickly, thick, mm, not quite sure. And that means that I generally have trouble thinning them out. Well, I don't have trouble, but it's very pernickety, very fiddly. So if you want to try and avoid that, you can sow radish seed. You can mix radish seed with your carrot seed, and that, that will definitely help. And the radish seed germinate, sorry, grow to harvest faster than the carrots, much faster in actual fact. So that's quite a good way of, thin, of naturally thinning your carrots. So once I've sown my seed, I top them with more seed raising mix and then tamp it down. Tamp, tamp down the top of the furrow. I love that word, tamp. It basically means just getting something flat and just, just flattening the row down. And then water very lightly. If you can, use a fine rose on your hose or on your watering can because you don't want to displace the carrot seed by blasting it with water. You'll possibly need to water lightly every morning and evening too, especially if the weather is hot. You want to try and make sure that the row, the, the row that you've done or rows that you've done don't dry out too badly because this can hinder the germination. One way around that is to top it with a strip of microclimate frost cloth. As you know, I love this product, so I use it a lot. And I find that it does help to just keep a little bit of extra moisture in. And... It also stops things, if you're in the country or slightly rural, it stops things like rabbits or pukikos digging them up. It also stops cats from scratching, because sometimes cats will see an area you've dug over and go, thank you, you've just dug me a new toilet, or made a nice little dry, or not dry, but a nice little flat area where I can do my business. 
So putting down microclimate frost cloth will really help that. My tomato crop this year has been fantastic. I've had a huge crop of tomatoes. I planted some, as I mentioned, in a glasshouse probably around about October. And I've been harvesting those tomatoes since December. And I'm sort of late December, I think. And I'm still going strong. I've also got some, some outdoors and I've been harvesting those as well. At one stage, I had two massive bowls on my bench with another bowl about to be picked. So I've been making tomato passata, which I just adore making. I've got a fantastic Annabelle Langbein recipe that I use every year. It's simple, it's delicious, and I freeze it in batches and use it in winter for things like pasta sauces or the base of soups and casseroles. It doesn't have any onion in it, and this is great because it means you can add whatever you like. You might want to add shallots, you might want to add white onions, you might want to add red onions. So this gives you the chance. You've just got a, a really good base that you can add to. If you'd like the recipe, please do. Don't hesitate to email me through freshfm.net. I swear by it. I've now got eight lots of straight tomato passata and four, four little boxes of tomato and red pepper passata. And the reason I've decided to do tomato and red pepper is because I also have a glut of red peppers. I'm, I'm growing the long peppers for the first time. You know the lovely long peppers that they tend to stuff? You can slit them open, stuff them, and then bake them in the oven. I'm abs I was absolutely, I've always wanted to grow them. And so I put two in grow bags, and I put them in the tunnel house, and I've been stunned by the height they've gone to. One of them is at least 1.5 metres high, if not taller. And absolutely loaded with gorgeous fruit. Some of the peppers are probably a good 30 centimetres long. Others are a little bit shorter, but they're just delicious. So I think over the last few days, I've harvested probably 15, and I've probably got another 30 on the bush. So that was why I thought, what am I going to do with all of these? I am going to oven roast some. I'm just going to sprinkle them with olive oil and just oven roast them and I'll, and I'll freeze them and use them in winter again for things like casseroles or soups. The other thing too, I made the mistake. I made the mistake of planting seven chilli plants. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. One would have been enough. <laughs> they are loaded as well. So I'm trying to think what on earth I'm going to do with all these chilies. I chose Poblano and Anaheim. Poblano is a lovely mild chilli and I love chilli heat. But I have to say, when it comes to fresh chilies, I'm not 100% great at knowing exactly how much to use so that I don't make it too hot for other people. So I've decided what I'll do with the Poblano one, Poblano, I love that name, I'm going to turn them into paprika. I'll dry them and then I'll de-seed them, dry them, and then pound them or grind them for, to make my own paprika. And I think with the other ones, I'll dry them and just use, and, and pound them up and just use them as chilies, dried chilies in cooking. It's a great idea to keep deadheading your zinnias and other summer flowering annuals. They'll keep producing flowers well into the autumn if you do this. It's a little bit too hot for pansies and violas. They are available now. Plant them if you really want to buy them. Plant them in containers. Place them in semi-shade, which just gets morning sun. And then when the weather cools down, you can move them. And in some cases, if you want to, you could transplant them into your garden. Or maybe just buy more. Happy gardening. Hope you enjoyed today's show. If you have any questions about anything I covered, email me at nelson at freshfm.net. 
Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers airs every Tuesday morning, 20 to 11. Thanks to Bay Landscapes, 38 Artillery Place, Richmond, open 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 p.m. Saturday, 9 to 4 p.m. Sunday and public holidays for supporting my show. And thank you for joining me. See you next time. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.